0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Alehorn podcast. Uh, This is episode 13. My name is Jason. And today I have Patrick Whitaker joining me for his second visit here to the Alehorn. Today we'll be discussing uh, movie soundtracks and also video game and TV show if they fit into the rock and metal genre. Um, So what's going on up there in uh, COVID, Kentucky?
1: there oh man we're just fighting the good fight against viruses and ignorance man but it seems like both are winning right now
0: so our governor just like extended everything to like almost the end of july which is super awesome for music venues because they're shutting down like left and right um is your governor pretty much extending everything out to or is it just full speed ahead for you
1: Jason, i'll be honest with you i don't know as of today uh I haven't heard or really kept tabs. I'm just, like we were just saying before we came on air, I'm just over it. You know, whatever's going to be is going to be, man. And like I said, I'm just over it. I don't get there at first. I kept tabs, you know, up, up on it quite a bit. And just anymore, I'm just burned out on it, man.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean, dude. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like shutting everything down just for some people that are too stupid to, you know follow guidelines simple guidelines like i don't personally wear a mask everywhere i go but i have one with me in case it's required because i'm not gonna let a mask stop me from doing what i need to do but if they don't require it, i don't worry about it i just keep my distance i don't like cough on anybody you know i wear a shirt with sam jacks on it that says six feet motherfucker with a gun i should get the point <laughs> across
1: you know uh, oh yeah i like that
0: yeah it's from the uh it's from pulp fiction it's the jewels uh character it's pretty awesome
1: mm,
0: yeah. it for me but um so yeah i don't know man it's just it fucking sucks but i do know on this podcast i'm not wearing a mask right now so you don't have to either <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm not I'm, let me take the, let me take this off real quick
0: <laughs> i'm not either <laughs> what kind of mask are you sporting up there any anything good man uh I think, I can't remember if I put
1: a picture of it online or not. Dude, I've got the ultimate mask. I've got a Black Sabbath logo mask, you know, with Black Sabbath logo and the purple letters on it. Yeah. And if, then if I feel like really switching it up, I've got another one with the Pantera logo on it.
0: Hmm. Hey, they're watching it about Pantera logo. You might be deemed a white supremacist.
1: Yeah, God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said I'm not any kind of skin color I, supremacist I or the other. I'm you know be well enough. No, I'm an ignorant supremacist. I get you know, Ignorance is what turns me off about people. Anything else, skin color, I could care less about. It. It's what you know. What's in a person's heart?
0: <laughs> you know, I'm going a little. I'm going to go a little tirade here before we get started on soundtracks. I remember, um a long time ago like um i think rob yeah it was rob flynn was bragging about how Dimeback daryl gave him one of his uh rebel flag guitars and Mm. i'm still waiting on rob flynn to have a video where he burns that guitar because of what the message stands for but some reason i haven't seen it yet i don't know it's just you know it's just kind of funny that way but
1: uh he should i agree with that you know and i've went on several diatribes about rob flynn and everything as you well know and I'd like to see that. I think he should do that, man, to prove his solidarity. You know, with yeah, his uh, ideals.
0: Put your money where your mouth is, or shut the fuck up. Is what I say. There you go. Yeah, he'll hear this and do it for us. I don't know, but <laughs> he is on a soundtrack. I'm gonna. I'm one of us is gonna bring up. I'm sure. So.
1: I'm sure. I believe so. I know he's definitely. His band is on one of mine. I believe.
0: Okay, well, let's get started. Since you're the guest, I'm gonna give you the first. Uh, first one that you had on your list, and we'll we'll just uh, go back and forth and discuss what we liked about it, or something to that nature, you know.
1: Okay, this is pretty well, loose, so go for it. <laughs> all right. Well, of course, man. This I had to start out with the ultimate soundtrack of all. It's the one we all know, uh, especially the older heads that are listening. Man, it can only be 1981's animated fantasy soundtrack heavy metal
0: <laughs> all right off my list I had that as well
1: man uh, I just remember you know that was just such an awesome movie to begin with you know at the time the animated factor of course it wasn't for children as you know we know and everything and uh, man the music is just a great snapshot you know of classic rock at that time uh, you've got of course Sammy Hagar doing the title track, Heavy Metal. just uh, songs, of course, by Don, uh, Don Felder and Trust. And trying to think of the titles, I'll get them right here. Well, of course, of course you've got like uh, Nazareth with Crazy, a suitable case for treatment. Uh, Journeys, Open Arms, Grand Funk Railroads, Queen Bee. Uh, the Trust song is prefabricated. You got Stevie Nicks with Blue Lamp, Devo's working in a coal mine, and uh, some of the really good ones for me, of course, the Oyster Cults, veteran of the Psychic Wars, and the one and only Black Sabbath fronted Dio with the Mob Rules. <laughs> right.
0: Mm-hmm. You know that soundtrack has the title for two songs is heavy metal. It was Hagar's and Don Felder's. That's right. That was, yeah. was kind of strange, but hey, I'm not the I wasn't the soundtrack editor, so you know.
1: Yep. And if you'll remember, Don Felders is actually subtitled Taking a Ride. Heavy Metal Taking a Ride.
0: <laughs> so I'm going with uh last action hero soundtrack for mine. Uh, first one. Yep. That was an easy one. I'm sure you had that one. I did. Okay. So yeah, anyway, I remember I remember this one pretty vividly, dude, because uh, ACDC did a video for uh Big Gun, which also had uh Arnold in it dressed as Angus Young doing the <laughs> Angus Young shuffle, which is pretty fucking cringeworthy nowadays. But I thought it was pretty awesome back then. <laughs> it
1: you still know? is, it still is.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know, maybe my memory failed me. But uh, also, what I remember is uh, there were some previously released stuff from like Alice in Chains, but um, uh, Megadeth had uh, Angry again. And it's yeah. gonna be a lot of Megadeth songs on my soundtracks because for some reason, Megadeth had a shitload of the damn soundtrack songs, and they actually put it in the uh, uh, Hidden Treasures uh, compilation later on as a full album.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, but um, yeah. So Anthrax had a leftover song from Sound the White Noise uh, era on this, and I always thought that was a pretty cool song, but it's a little bit long, I thought, but. Uh, <laughs> Is it the Beast? It's not a Beastie Boys cover, is it? No. Uh, uh, let me just look at the name of that real quick.
1: I can't remember what song it is right offhand.
0: I don't think it was. I think it was just a. I think it was just leftover off of um, the Sound of White Noise sessions.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm wondering. I can't. I can't recall what song it is. I remember around that time they did a. There's a cover of Beastie Boys "Looking Down the Barrel of a Gun." They did and. There's something else. The song, what is that one song, "Berlin Calling" or something like that? Anyways, yeah, I'm curious to know what Anthrax song it is myself. Oh man, I'm looking it up
0: right now. Exactly. Like <laughs> the- I had that dude. I had this new. I had this BDR set up, so I had all this shit on my phone, and yeah, now it's all backwards. So give me just a second.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Poison my eyes. That was a B-side off or a leftover off of "Sound of White Noise." I remember reading that. That's why I was like damn I was so damn sure it was on this one. But um yeah, but there's some other good ones on here too. Like it's a couple of other Chain songs that were both released. Uh Tesla did the title track, which nobody remembers obviously. Hmm. Um some Wayne Def Leopard was on it, you know. Um uh, hmm. so yeah, yeah, it was a pretty rocket soundtrack. There's some pretty good exclusives on there, but you know.
1: It's wonder. It's a wonder, you know. uh, Allison Chains, of course, got two songs on the soundtrack. With everyone else, just had a single, I believe, and uh, I know, especially "What the Hell Have I?" Of course, is one of my favorite uh, Allison Chains songs.
0: Yeah, pretty much all the Lane Staley stuff is pretty, pretty up there, man. As far as my personal taste,
1: I just noticed that there's a buckethead crack on their jack and the ripper
0: okay it must have been like a score maybe
1: it probably yeah i believe yeah you're right i believe so because it does say ensemble with uh michael cayman who i think okay. the one did the metallica's and i believe
0: yep the first one he did mm-hmm. okay so what you got next on your uh list
1: oh goodness let's see i've got some good ones i'm trying to keep it under the something let's see uh you're more than likely you probably have this one too possibly uh i love this movie i love the band it's it's considered a soundtrack uh or their fourth album however you want to look at it but it's the trick-or-treat soundtrack featuring fastway it's all fastway no other bands of course just fastway
0: (laughs) i did not have this one so yeah that's, that's cool
1: yeah i love it man uh like I said, it's nine, nine songs, all of which are originals to the movie soundtrack, other than the song After Midnight, which was on their All Fired Up album, but it made some great stuff. The title track, Trick or Treat, Don't Stop the Fight, Stand Up, Tear Down the Walls, uh, and one, if you could see in one of my favorite Fastway songs, period, They're real dark, dark, ominous track, Heft. Which is uh actually I made a mistake. It's actually on the first album. That one is too. All the rest are originals though. But yeah, I love that movie, man. Like I said, you know you got cameos from Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne in it, and of course the uh, satanic musician Sammy Kerr, <laughs> right? <laughs> and all that. Yep. So that's my number two, man. Faster, uh, fast ways. Trick or treat soundtrack.
0: All right. Okay. So for my next one, I'm going with the Rock Star soundtrack.
1: I did not see that coming.
0: Ah, see? Very good. <laughs> so, yeah, besides uh, Mark Wahlberg faking it, then uh, this movie has some pretty good bread because of uh, the actual musicians that were in the movie. Um, so, Zach Wilde is obviously in it. I actually didn't know that the evil twin was in it, and uh, they probably keep that low-key now since he's a child molester. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that fact. And, uh, He's living.
1: He lived up to the evil part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. So yeah. Anyway, Zach Wild's in it. Uh, Nick Canty was in it. Uh, Jason Bonham was in it. Uh, Jeff Wilson was in it. And actually, uh, Miles Kennedy was in the end of it. And um, Michael Starr from your favorite band Steel Panther was also. <laughs> 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 But we'll save that for another time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, man. Yeah. I do. That dude can sing. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: anyway. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, my Actually, the best part about this soundtrack for me is the uh, Steel Dragon originals that they had out here. So, they had Living the Life, uh, We All Die Young, Blood Pollution, which is probably the best of five, uh, Stand Up, and the Wasted Generation, which I don't think I know that right offhand. Oh, and Long Live Rock and Roll. I don't know if that was a cover or not. But.
1: Well, now, it's, now, is Steel Dragon an actual band, or is it another band that's doing those and portraying themselves as Steel Dragon?
0: No, it was actually the band of musicians that were portrayed on screen. So it's Zach Wild. It's, um, I'm not sure who the singer was. I think it was the dude from Steelheart. They're the actual sing huh. on the songs. But yeah, Zach Wild, Jeff Pilsen, Jason Bonham. I guess Nick Canty's also, I guess he was a rhythm guitar. I'm not really sure. Uh. There wasn't much information about him for some reason, but um, mm. so yeah, the actual band steel dragon that was in the movie is actually those musicians that were really in the movie. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, uh, uh, Molly crew had a wild side in it. Uh, Bon Jovi was in it. Uh, Ted Nugent kiss had a lick it up. Uh, some NXS in there, ACDC, dc Def Leppard, Talking Heads. So, yeah, yeah, pretty rocking soundtrack actually, man. That was a that's like a kind of a hidden gem for me. I still listen to those Steel Dragon songs every once in a while.
1: I remember liking like the originals in that. it's been a while since I've seen that, but I when I recall, man, it was, it was it was good stuff, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean the movie wasn't anything spectacular, but like I said, we got some at least some good original songs out of it. So, alrighty. So what you got next?
1: <clears throat> I'm gonna go for the throat, man. This soundtrack, <laughs> yeah, this soundtrack, man, just is just chock full of some of the heaviest bands going at that time. A lot of metal blade artists, in fact. The movie itself, I absolutely love, man. I still watch it anytime now that I get a chance. The movie is 1986's *Rivers Edge*. And, man, the soundtrack. You got Fate's Warning, Slayer, Slayer again, Slayer again, Slayer again, as well as Hallow's Eve, Agent Orange, uh, Burning Spear. And, man, that album, man, it's just just killer. Like I said, it's all early Slayer stuff like Tormentor, Captor of Sin, Die by the Sword. It's just, man, just a great album, man. And like I said, the movie's not bad either. You got... uh, uh, Keanu Reeves when he was still, you know, relatively young. Crispin Glover, some others, and of course Dennis Hopper as Feck, the weed dealing, tripped out Vietnam vet with one leg missing. <laughs> okay.
0: You know, I don't, yeah. I don't even know this movie. So,
1: are you serious?
0: I'm for real, dude. I've never heard of this movie. I'm like looking it up right now.
1: You got to. It's based on a true story about a group of kids in ohio i believe that one of them killed one of their friends his girlfriend and just left her body on the side of the river and they all went out there in like a carnival sideshow man showing it off to one another while none of them would go to the police man <laughs> and finally one of them did huh yeah,
0: yeah i have to put down my watch list actually i've never even heard of that one yeah you got yeah. me on that one, dude i'm i'm
1: <laughs> awesome dude yeah you got to see it dude because i Especially for like I said, that music—that's like one of the first soundtracks I remember, you know, that had the, the that type of heavy music on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, any movie put in Slayer under soundtrack, especially during the '80s when the, you know, Christian mania was in full force on <laughs> that music. That's pretty ballsy, actually. So yeah, okay. Well, I will put that one on my list and actually watch that because I've never heard of it. So, cool, man, thanks for enlightening me.
1: Uh, nah, i feel my mission is accomplished
0: man let's go ahead and end it now <laughs> oh i got more i'm gonna get you on one of them i have a feeling okay so i don't have to cross that one off my list because it wasn't on there let's go with an easy one here let's go uh maximum overdrive darn it that comes off of mine <laughs> so this is a pretty weird one because Maximum Overdrive is also the Who Made Who album by ACDC. Uh, mm-hmm. There's like one, let's see, Who Made Who is the only original written for the movie. And then there's two instrumentals. One was called DT. I can't remember what the other one was called. And then all from their catalog. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a pretty uh, pretty rocking soundtrack, man. Pretty cool movie, too. I mean, it's, it's pretty dated now and goofy mm-hmm. as shit. But, you know, back in the day, I enjoyed it many times over.
1: Man, I love the course of the Green Goblin semi truck. You know, mm-hmm. in it, and the other instrumental is Chase the Ace. Yes, was- uh, yeah, DT man. Now I love DT that that instrumental man. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got a good one, man. I, like I said, I had on my list. It's based, you know, on a Stephen King novella. Yeah, that I don't remember the title of right offhand, but you know, Emilio Estevez and some other good good ones. Man, it's a good one, man.
0: I wonder what happened to that guy. He, like, disappeared from acting for... I, don't, I haven't seen him in anything in a long time.
1: I haven't either a, a year. It seems like maybe a couple of years ago, I saw him resurface in something. I know he directs some stuff now, directs movies. And, of course, most people know, you know, that's Charlie Sheen's brother, Martin Sheen's son, and Estevez, of course, is their actual family name. <laughs> right. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird why he kept his and they changed theirs, but well, whatever okay so what you got next on the list
1: well i'm tempted to go with something out of the 80s because there were so many great movies and different stuff then but i'm going to go back a little bit further okay uh yeah this this band had two different soundtracks i could choose from but i figured i'd go with the best one of them all Everybody knows it. Of course, I went with The Who's Tommy. Of course, it's, I'm pretty sure, about all Who music. Uh, You have, trying to remember if there's any non non Who music in it right offhand. And I don't recall any, but I mean, you have a lot of guest appearances like Elton John, of course, does lead vocals on Pinball Wizard. Oh, goodness. Trying to recall some of the other big names attached to it right offhand, but uh, of course everybody knows the story if they've watched it or whatever. You know, Tommy is a blind, deaf, dumb kid, and but he's a pinball wizard. You know, he can play the hell out of a pinball machine. You know, I guess by extrasensory perception or something. And it's just a you know just a trippy movie. A lot of it. You have a oh goodness. I want to say Aretha Franklin as the Acid Queen, but I don't think that's right. It's uh, Tina Turner, I believe. And just like I said, just a lot of great cameos and characters and, you know, show up all throughout it, man. And Yeah, so I bet you didn't have Tommy's uh, Tommy from The Who on your list, did you now, Jason?
0: I did not, but <laughs> I was going to include uh, Song of Man's the Same but I was like, I don't know. That's not really a – I don't even consider it a soundtrack, and I was like, it's like a concert movie. So I'll just stay away from concert movies, really. But mm-hmm. those are the rules. That was just something I put on myself. So. But no, I didn't have it.
1: Well, I've got one on you there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let me throw one on you here.
1: <laughs> so
0: my next one is the Beavis and Butthead experience.
1: <laughs> Do you have that one? I didn't have it. I looked at it okay. today and everything, but I didn't have it, no.
0: So, the Anthrax song you were thinking of, the Beastie Boys cover, was on this one. Looking Down a Barrel of a Gun. Oh. Yeah. Also, this had uh, 99 Ways to Die by Megadeth. uh, Deuces of Wild by Aerosmith, which, yeah, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I Am Hell by White Zombie when they were actually good. Uh, Primus, uh, Chili Peppers, Mental Masturbation by uh, Jackal, and... uh, Nirvana, I Hate Myself and Want to Die, which I don't think I know that right offhand. But um, yeah, I remember when this came out, dude, like Beavis of Butthead were pretty, pretty big. So yeah, everyone had to have this album, even though... You know, all that great, but, yeah, it took me back to my high school days. So I figured I would include it just for the uh, Megadeth song alone.
1: I liked it, man. I always I always like that movie, man. I always remember, like when they're on that bus traveling, on the and the part when AC/DC is gone, shooting starts playing, and it shows all the different road signs. And right, that. right.
0: <laughs> all right. So, did you have that one?
1: Not on my list. No, okay. like I said, I looked at it, but I didn't put it on my list.
0: I think we're tied on missing albums, aren't we? Two and two. Uh,
1: sounds good to me
0: no prize at the end of this but you know we have bragging rights (laughs) (laughs) all right what you got next
1: all right now i've got one that's going to cover two different things we've already mentioned tonight it has megadeth right and it has machine head okay (laughs) and it is the soundtrack 1995's Demon
0: Night. Ah, I had that one.
1: <laughs> yep, uh,
0: dude, I love that movie when it came out. I was obsessed with that soundtrack,
1: dude. Man, it's a good one. I owned it too, man. Of course, it's man, it's great. I mean, you got Pantera's Cemetery Gates, uh, Ministry. I know Ministry of a song tonight we murder. Then the Machine Head track. I'm pretty sure it's an exclusive just to the soundtrack, which is My Misery, Demon Night. Uh, the Megadeth song is Diadems. You got Melvin's with Instant Larry and a uh, man Rollins band, Fall Guy, Biohazard, Beaten, Sepultura, Policia, even Filters. Hey, man, Nice Shot. And then uh, one last band that I'm not all that familiar with, even though you know I heard it on there and that's Grave Diggers with 1-800-SUICIDE.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was the only rap song. I don't think I listened to that, but once just to find out that I didn't want to listen to it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's the last track on there I think I've always turned it off before it came on <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I had I, I can't remember if I had that on CD Or cassette It was one of the two, but yeah, I never listened to it So, not the last song anyway mm. Alright <clears throat> Well, since you went with Demon Knight I'm gonna go with the sequel, Bordello of Blood How about that? <laughs>
1: uh, I figured that, I have it as well on mine Just cause they go so, you know, hand in hand Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs>
0: So yeah, Anthrax did the title track for that one, "The Bordello of Blood." I'm not sure if it was a leftover song or not. It was a John Bush era song, but it didn't really mm-hmm. strike me any recognized before. Um, yeah, Free is on there with "All Right Now," uh, "Jailbreak," "Thin Lizzy," "Ballroom Blitz" by Sweet, "Still Loving You" by the Scorpions, or the fucking Scorps, as they're properly pronounced. Uh, mm-hmm. Humble Pie, uh, Love's Got Me Doing Time, Cinderella. So yeah, it wasn't as good as uh, Demon Night, but um, I had it on there because it had metal songs on it, and I do remember it.
1: Yeah, that's it. Sort of had more of like classic rock, you know. Even though you know, of course, I had, like you said, Anthrax and stuff, but it seemed like it was more geared toward some of the classic rock, you know, with Humble Pie and Free and Thin Lizzy.
0: Wasn't uh, wasn't Dennis Miller in that movie? For some reason I'm thinking that
1: he was. Okay.
0: He was. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, I'm on the right movie. Then I was just making sure I was remembering correctly. All right, so we're, uh, now we're done with the tales of the crypt part of this podcast. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> what you got next?
1: <laughs> well, it's going to be another '80s movie soundtrack. Okay. It, came, it came at the very end of the '80s, though, and. Man, it's the first time I think I ever saw Mitch Pileggi in the, in a movie, and of course, you know he was Skinner on X Files, and this is, of course, shocker.
0: Dude, I had that one. I took it off.
1: Uh, oh. Man, it's it's good, man. Uh, it's some of it's cheesy, like you got Bonfire doing the song "Sword and Stone," but. The writers of it were like uh, Paul Stanley and Bruce Kulick. Of course, Bruce, uh, excuse me, Paul Stanley does the soundtrack title song, Shocker, and with uh, Rudy Sarzo and Tommy Lee and Vivian Campbell as his backup band.
0: okay.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, I'm trying to recall, Dangerous Toys. They have, uh, yeah, Demon Bell, The Ballad of Horace Pinker on it. And uh Iggy Pop, love Transfusion and Mega oh yeah, Megadeth. No more Mr. Nice Guy. There's Megadeth again. They're I'm telling on this you, like fourth soundtrack. I'm telling
0: <laughs> you, man, Megadeth's on a lot of soundtracks. I got a few more with Megadeth on it still. <laughs> so <Huh. laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've never um I have seen that movie and I do remember the soundtrack being kind of heavy, but I don't know why I took it off. I just thought I had too many already and it wouldn't be missed, but you got me on that <laughs> one. So that's three to two here okay all right so I don't know if i'm gonna go with an easy one or a hard one on you next eh, okay so today so i'm gonna go with a video game inspired soundtrack on this one You'll get me on this yeah because i need to catch up <laughs> so i'm going with the duke nukem experience soundtrack and the reason i went with this soundtrack is because Croja Conformity has a song on there called Land of Free Disease. That was a wise blood leftover song. And dude, I have to say that song might be one of their heaviest and best songs in their whole catalog. I don't know,
1: it's killer, man. I don't know why they
0: pushed it off to the side like that on the soundtrack that nobody really bought or whatever, but man, that song is so fucking good, man.
1: It is. It's killer, man.
0: Yeah, like I said, I don't know why they relegated it to that soundtrack that nobody heard, but yeah, it's, it's in my top five COC songs. That's how I'm highly, I think of that song. So yeah, anyway, Megadeth on this one also, just in case you were wondering.
1: <laughs> Imagine that.
0: It's the Duke Nukem theme song. So, <clears throat> the Duke Nukem soundtrack, uh, besides the COC, had uh, Megadeth doing the title track. Typo Negative did uh, an extended version of Cinnamon Girl was on there. Coal Chamber, Seven Dust, Stabbing Westward, Slayer. So yeah, I mean it was a pretty good soundtrack for that nobody ever heard because I was the only person I ever bought this CD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. but yeah, it's called D- uh, music inspired by the game. So.
1: I'm torn between one or two ways to go here, man. I'm afraid you're going to have both of them, Man, one of them sort of obscure, but there's a chance you might have it. But I'll have to tell. I need to get it out first.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Let me think, man. Which way do I want it to go? All right. Crap. Uh, I'll put it off on this other one. All right, man. The next one I have, I sort of lied i was trying to psych you out when you told me earlier that you would include video games yeah and all the all that now this is not necessarily from the video game but it's from the movie adapted from the video game and that's the Mortal Kombat soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) you got it don't you
0: (laughs) no i do not actually really no no i don't man it's a good one
1: it's it's really good. There's some stuff on it. It's it leans a little bit more toward industrial stuff, and mostly, and some of it's you know questionable, man. But man, I mean, for one thing, you have Fear Factory with Zero Signal, which is you know early Fear Factory, great stuff. Napalm Death with Twist the Knife, slowly. Uh, you have a collaboration between George Clinton. Yes, George Clinton and Buckethead, right? Called Yep, Goro versus Art. Uh, one of the, of course, some of the industrial bands on it. You have KMFDM, Psychosonic, Orbital, uh, and then Sister Machine Gun, which is not necessarily a industrial band. Mother's Day Out, which was you know big band back in the eighties and nineties. But here's where it gets interesting for me, man. You have GZR, Geezer, or however you want to pronounce it, which is, of course, Geezer Butler's. Solo. Sideband. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, it, and of course, it's from the first album. The song is The Invisible. And, then of course, on the first Geezer album, Burton Bell, the Fear Factory, is the vocalist. And uh, I assume that's probably how they ended up on this soundtrack. But, yeah, that was my... Second one, oh yeah, and another industrial band that was pretty big, and they'll show up on another soundtrack that you and I, one of us, will get to. I hope. In uh, the band Bile, B-I-L-E, Bile, man, they were a big industrial project.
0: I never really got into the industrial music too much. Like, I used to hang out with a dude in school that was really big in like Skinny Puppy and stuff like that, and it just never really, never really did anything for me. But one's got. The- I got to
1: make one more mention of one more thing that's on it before I forget, man. Tracy Lords, and I'm talking about the porn Tracy Lords, not a band. Actually, does a song on it on this sound on this soundtrack too on Mortal Kombat called "Control."
0: <laughs> hey, man, everyone's got to have a side gig, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. there you go. That's my, that
0: one. Well, you got my mat. Let's see. Uh, this is a lot closer than I thought it would be. Actually. Yeah, I'm all fucking discombobulated here. Just Give me a second. It's all right, man. There we go. This is getting uh, pretty whittled down here. Okay, I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for an easy one. You probably got to. Uh, let's go with the. Let's go with the Airheads soundtrack.
1: Dude, I totally forgot about <laughs> Airheads.
0: <laughs> well, there's a reason you probably forgot about it. It's, it's not the best movie, but. I do remember the soundtrack because Motorhead was the uh, lead song on on it. Let's see.
1: Yeah, that was like one of the first movies I remember, like being real, you know, like musician oriented. You know, the whole movie was all music oriented. Like,
0: yep. So, uh, Motorhead did uh, "Born to Raise Hell." Um, Also, White Zombie had "Feed the Gods" on there. Uh, Primus was on there. Candlebox, which, man, let's see. Joey Ramone, the Ramones had a song on there. So it wasn't like the best soundtrack, but Motorhead just gave it that credibility to be legit. Oh, prong, prong is also on there. Uh, anthrax did London. So yeah, some pretty good ones on there.
1: That's the anthrax song I was trying to think of earlier. London. Okay.
0: So I have to ask the question, uh, Lemmy or God?
1: <laughs> i know the answer to that trick question right <laughs> let
0: me is god <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like the best line i know
1: what's hilarious is when that guy can't answer it that when they're at the door and they say he's a cop shut that door he's you know shut that door he's undercover cop he's an narc or something like that. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it's like we're going back to see police has been going on since way back when these guys nowadays they there's a bunch of damn. They're the way to the party, man. We've been the police for a long time in the metalhead community.
1: Yeah, no pick, doubt.
0: Pick something new, man. Be original. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Lots yeah, of awesome. awesome, like firefighters or something. <laughs> 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 just saying, that, we already got that locked down. <clears throat> All right. What you got next?
1: Oh goodness, man! I once again I'm torn between two things, but I'm gonna go. Eh, we a lot of these bands have been talked about tonight, but I'm gonna go with this one, man, just because it was done by a musician. The movie itself, from you know a concept and idea of his, the movie's great. I like it. Soundtracks just about as great, and of course that is Strange Lands from D. Snider. <laughs> I that <got> one. <laughs> I figure there's a chance you might.
0: Yeah, yeah, that one.
1: (laughs) And it's a great soundtrack, man. Once again, of course, uh, we have Megadeth showing up with A Secret Place. We have uh, Anthrax with Piss and Vinegar. Uh, Some bands that we briefly mentioned tonight, I know with uh, Coal Chamber is in that with Not Living. Bile, I referenced Bile being on another soundtrack. This is it with In League. You have Soulfly, Eye for an Eye. You have Kid Rock with Fuck Off, which features, of course, Eminem in it. Then man, some other really good stuff, man. You got D. Snyder doing a song. Oh goodness, Crisis, man. Karen Crisis and her band do a cover of, of Twisted Sisters' Captain Howdy. That's freaking awesome. And of course, Twisted Sister have to be in this. It's D. Snyder, man. Heroes are hard to find. Then on the Flip side, some bands I'm not real big on. Well, I take that back. I like Snot pretty well, but uh, you got Seven Dust, Head PE, which I don't care for, System of a Down, which I don't care for, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, man, D. Strange Strangeland.
0: Yep, I had that one. I was going to break it out on you when times got tough, but I was like, do it. <laughs> so I'm going to go with my next one is the Dracula 2000 soundtrack.
1: I don't have that.
0: Ah, sweet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I had a song that I really like called um, uh, "Sorry." My daughter walked in, distracted me. Uh, Avoid the light. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Have you ever heard that song?
1: I don't recall it right offhand.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, it's never been on an album before. It was exclusive. It was exclusive to the soundtrack. Uh, Bloodline by Slayer was also on it. Uh, System of a Down had a song on it. Uh, Lincoln Park. Static X. Monster Magnet. Power Man 5000. That's about it for notable bands. Saliva. You know, infor-
1: yeah. <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately, like around that period, you'll notice as we've been talking, you know, sort of as each soundtrack that comes from you know certain stretch of years it's really about the same bands on each one of them you know a lot of the uh corporate big label big label record label bands you know that are recycled through each of them right
0: yeah um most of the bands when you get into the 90s and stuff the soundtracks started to get pretty crappy because of the bands that were dominating the mtv and airwaves at the time unfortunately
1: mm-hmm now, like I said, there's a chance you may have this one. I'm not sure. But anyways, my next one is the 2002 movie soundtrack from Queen of the Damned.
0: I do not have that one, actually.
1: Well, it's it's not a There's some good stuff on it. It's not what I would say is absolutely killer. You do have Static X, uh, Orgy, uh, Earshot. And stuff like Disturbed, Deftones, Linkin Park's on this one as well. And a few bands I'm not familiar with, Dry Cell and Kidney Thieves. And there's one that I believe is a rapper, Tricky. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I wouldn't know And
1: Marilyn Manson. (laughs) And Marilyn Manson and Papa Roach. And, you know, just like I said, you know, like we were saying, just a a glimpse at, you know, what was hot, you know, band-wise at that period. But, yeah, that would be my next one, and got you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got me. I forgot all about that movie, actually. <laughs> Wasn't that, like, a um, sequel to, like, Interview the Vampire or something like that?
1: That movie? I don't know. It might be. Or I don't know. New
0: sequel or something. I can't remember. I think, like, Les Stop was, like, recast, and it was in it with, like, that R&B singer that, like, died in a plane crash, something like that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That uh, the girl that played the vampire, that a- a- Aaliyah or Aaliyah, or yeah, something. is the girl, you know? yeah, that was killed. Yeah. All
0: right, well, see, my next one is a pretty easy one. I you haven't mentioned yet, so I'm gonna go with the Crow soundtrack.
1: Uh, I I looked at it earlier, but I didn't include it on mine.
0: <laughs> you know, it was held on a high pedestal when it came out, but. When I look back at the track list, I was like, I really don't know why this is held such high regard. For all these songs. You know, like, uh, had the badge, which was, the cover. uh, yeah, I think STP had uh, a on it, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't that, it wasn't really all that great as I remember, but nonetheless, it was during my, my, Formative years, so, of course, I had to have it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all have skeletons in the closet,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. All right, what you got next?
1: All right, I'm going to go with one. I We talked about it like when we were just rapid-firing off soundtracks to each other, and I think you said you'd never seen it, or maybe it was my other buddy I was talking to earlier. But, uh. I don't want to mention who directed it because it'll give away something else I've got later on for sure. But anyways, in 1987, a movie with John Cryer leaving of the band Fear and, uh, came out. And it is the movie Dudes. Man, it's it's. I have not seen this movie in years. It was good. The soundtrack was good as well as far as that time goes. And you had stuff like Keel with Rock and Roll Outlaw, Wasp with Show No Mercy. Once again, our favorite band of soundtrack from soundtrack appearances, Megadeth <laughs> with these <laughs> boots that were, were made for walking.
0: Yeah, I remember. Okay.
1: <laughs> yep, yeah. got Jane's Addiction, Mountain Song, Steve Vai with his rendition of Amazing Grace. Uh, a band called Leather Nun, which were killer, man, with Jesus Came Driving Along. <laughs> and uh, some other, some a few, like the Vandals are on it. And then a couple I'm not familiar with, like uh, Simon Steele and the Claw, Little Kings. A band called Legal Weapon, not Lethal, Legal Weapon. But yeah, man, dudes, man, Flea, Flea and John Cryer in a coming of age movie, man. It's a good one.
0: It's called what? Dudes?
1: Dudes. Okay. Yep. And I'm not going to mention who produ- who directed it yet. <laughs> wait to wait a little bit for that.
0: <laughs> gotcha. So I'm going to go with a uh, musician produced movie and I'm going to do uh, the Bruce Dickinson produced Chemical Wedding about Aleister Crowley. Have you ever seen that one?
1: I have not seen it. I knew that he had did that, but no, I've not seen so it.
0: So the soundtrack, the soundtrack, um, for Chemical Wedding is not the Chemical Wedding album that Bruce Dickinson put out solo. Um, but the soundtrack has uh, mostly maiden songs on it, which, you know, plus for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a couple from Bruce Dickinson solo. I think he did uh, Man of Sorrows and uh, I'm trying to find the other one here. I don't see it right offhand. But yeah, I mean, I didn't really think the movie was that good, but. I give it props because Bruce Dickinson had something to do with it and had Maiden in the soundtrack.
1: I'm gonna have to make an effort to see it, I believe, man. Just to say, you know, just to see it.
0: Uh, so for everybody listening, my daughter is ready to go to bed and waiting on me to get done. So if you hear her in the background, just ignore her. <laughs> like daddy yeah, does. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not ignoring. I'm just trying to get I'm I'm just not quite ready yet. I hear you, brother. I got I still got a couple more to get Patrick on. Yeah, good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) What you got next?
1: All right. Since I I didn't suffer a beating from you by you naming it, I'm going to go with the the sequel from the director whose name I wouldn't mention. Dudes was directed by Penelope Spheris, who also did the trilogy of, I guess you could call them documentaries, but this one I'm going with is The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2.
0: Documentaries never even... Cross my mind <laughs> yeah i didn't
1: that like i said i didn't know that we were including documentaries per se but this works this is every bit of a soundtrack i mean you have uh alice cooper and Al- Axel rose doing of course under my wheels uh bands like faster pussycat motorheads cradle to the grave armored saints you can run but you can't hide one of my favorite armored Saints songs uh lizzie borden's version of born to be wild once again megadeth (laughs) appears within my darkest hour here's where it really gets killer you've got queens with prophecy metal church with the brave and rigor mortis with foaming at the mouth (laughs) okay that's pretty metal sound man it is i mean the whole documentary or whatever is sort of about the exploding Los Angeles metal scene, you know, at that time in the 80s and stuff. All these bands are sort of in their earliest days, the ones that are located there in L.A. and stuff. And of course, it produced the famous scene of Wasp's Chris Holmes drunk in the swimming pool, you know, floating around on his floaty, drinking a big bottle of vodka while his mother looks on from the side, horrified.
0: So, my next one, I'm going with a soundtrack also to Spinal Tap.
1: <laughs> no, I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't even really know if it's a soundtrack per se, but it's very... It's. I don't, I don't really remember any songs in particular except for the Stonehenge song, but um, yeah, it's just a classic metal movie, so it has to be in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think, wasn't what like there's like Smell the Glove I know that was the album title, but it seems like they had a song in there too, or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: something that sounds familiar.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think, man. I just watched that not too long ago, too, man. Yeah, yeah, song. Yeah, there was like Big Bottom, crap, Hell Hole, Bitch School, <laughs> Stonehenge, like you mentioned. Yeah, that's some of the songs that were on there.
0: Yeah, classic movie, man so definitely always turn up to 11 if you can always always all right let's see let's go one more each what's your last one?
1: Oh goodness last one last one let me make it a good one then uh i'm gonna go with one i know you don't have there's no chance in hell you have this <laughs> oh goodness i got two i'm gonna i'm gonna double bomb you okay. here first is there was a movie released in 1998 it's got Matthew Lillard or whatever from the scream movies and all that it's called SLC punk that stands for Salt Lake City punk and man it's got everyone from uh, ramones the exploited fear the stooges blondie Generation X, Velvet Underground, Dead Kennedys, The Adolescents, Minor Threat, all kinds of you know punk rock mainly bands in it. And I know you don't have that, and I'm gonna hit you with this one too, which you may have this one, and that's Hesher. Man, Hesher just came out, you know, a few years ago with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it, and there's only three bands on the soundtrack, and they each have about four songs each, but you have. Metallica with "Shortest Straw," right. "Fight Fire with Fire," "Anesthesia," "Battery," Motorhead with "Rock Out," uh, some other tracks of theirs, and beat it all. The third band on it is Pentagram with "All Your Sins Forever," "My Queen," and "Death Row." Do <laughs> you have either? I do
0: not actually. I do not. Um, so I fully expected I fully expected you to break out the Dirty Dancing soundtrack for some reason, but. not I- Uh, I wouldn't want that one either. (laughs) You beat me to it, man. Okay, (laughs) who's next? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, FYI, I bought that. um, I bought that vinyl record for my wife, so that's how I remember it
1: exists. (laughs) Is that your? That's
0: your stick. That's your story, and you're sticking to it, right? It's not in my crate. I know that much. (laughs) 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 All right, so. This one doesn't really mean anything to me, but it was pretty big at the time when I was growing up. So um, my last one's going to be the Matrix soundtrack.
1: That's another good one, man. I don't have it either.
0: Yeah, like I said, none of the songs really do anything for me, but I love the movie. So I figured I would include it in my list since the criteria was movies that mean something to you. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So yeah, actually the soundtrack and the score are actually two different albums on that uh, movie which I think, you know, is pretty appropriate.
1: Yeah, because the score is more like orchestration and like pieces made exclusively to the movie, I guess, you know, as opposed to songs or whatever.
0: It is. And also, if we're going honorable mentions, it's not really a metal soundtrack, although I consider it pretty pretty metal as hell, is the original Conan the Barbarian soundtrack. Might be the best orchestral soundtrack of all time. Even better than Star Wars. And saying wow. something. So, yeah. That's definitely a uh, <clears throat> definitely one of there on my list, soundtracks.
1: Well, I for sure didn't have that. And I've got to mention one because a buddy of mine will be listening and he'll be mad if I don't. Okay. But I had the uh, Singles soundtrack.
0: The- okay, I remember that one. That yeah, also soundtrack, didn't it?
1: Yes, it did. It's the whole movie's about sort of like a bunch of Seattle friends and lovers, man. Of course, it's got Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Mother Love Bone, Sound Garden, Mud Honey, Screaming Trees, and uh, believe it or not, Jimi Hendrix Experience, just because, you know, Hendrix was from that area. And uh, yeah, man, like I said, and like I said, my buddy, my buddy uh, Brandon would get mad if I didn't mention that because he's a big, uh, Seattle lover of grunge and all that. And that was, I mean, we were talking about that soundtrack earlier, how good it is. <clears throat> so, yeah, goes, man.
0: So, I didn't have this one on my list, but I figured you would. I'm surprised you didn't mention Judgment Night, which was like a metal rap collaboration soundtrack.
1: It's on mine.
0: It's on mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I, didn't, I I knew you would probably have that one, so I didn't even put it on mine. Yeah,
1: I had it for sure, man. Because I didn't. I figured. Seemed like we had maybe mentioned that uh, a movie a while back, or talked about it, or something, man. Yeah. And of course, you know, you had metal bands and rock bands teamed up with rap bands, and uh, I always liked it, man. Like with Faith No More, Booyah Tribe, and Helmet, and House of Pain, and Slayer, and Ice t Good stuff, man.
0: Yeah. Um, wasn't the Spawn soundtrack kind of like that, also? If I remember correctly.
1: Seems like it was, man. Now that you mention it, let's look that up. I am. Let's see. I didn't
0: have it on, but it just came to me when I mentioned the Judgment Night soundtrack.
1: Yeah, I didn't have it either. Let's see what they say here. It has. I know Marilyn Manson. Seems like a long hard road out of Hell's on that. It seems like. I think that's who did that. Uh, let's see. I found the soundtrack, but it doesn't. It says Spawn soundtrack featuring Marilyn Manson, Metallica, Slayer, Teenage Riot. Yeah, they. Yeah, that's what it is. They teamed bands up. You're right. Atari, okay. Teenage Riot, and Slayer and stuff like that.
0: Yeah I, thought, yeah, I thought that was a similar idea behind that one.
1: Yeah, that was a good one, man.
0: <sighs> well, man, I think that's all I got, but I was going to drop this one bombshell on you because I know you won't have this one. So... <laughs> So uh, uh. When, I, when I talked to David Paul Seymour back in like episode 9, I think, um, he is doing a soundtrack proper for his Planet of Doom movie. Uh, yes. I think it's 15 bands, all uh, all unedited songs on it. He said it'll probably be a three-disc, a three-vinyl album when they release it. Oh, yeah, baby, I, I know there's some great stuff on it. You. Hold on. There you go. Yep, daughter, joined me again. So
1: that's all right. Get, get, cultivate those younger listeners. Yeah.
0: So I knew you wouldn't have that one because it didn't even exist yet. But I got it from the goose's mouth. That it is going to be a thing. Hopefully, late twenty twenty one, early twenty twenty two is what he's planning for. So that will be on the way. Uh,
1: I didn't think of it earlier. I should have uh, checked out the uh, the big pentagram documentary. Last days here, man. You know the big. The big expose on Bobby Liebling's life, man. I'm sure it's chock full of just great pentagram songs, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, I would imagine. I own it. So yes, it does. Or the Lemmy movie, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about them making a movie like Hollywood movie about Lemmy?
1: Uh it it just all depends how it's done, who who's who would be in it and stuff like that, and that'd be interesting, man. I've been saying for years, my my subject that I think they need to make a movie about is, is Wendy O. Williams, man, of the plasmatics. Just, you know, she was all sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and she actually has done duets with Lemmy, man. Oh, Why, well, have you heard that there's a Lemmy movie in the works? Oh, yeah, something?
0: yeah, it's real. Uh, it surprised me, the guy who did the documentary is actually doing it, but, you know... <laughs> And my point was like, well, you have the best guy to play Lemmy in the best movie the documentary, so why don't you just re-release that? You know? <laughs> I mean, honestly, do you need a fictionalized version of Lemmy? I mean, I'm afraid what they're gonna do is they're gonna like they're gonna really focus in on his uh, Nazi memorabilia stuff and try to paint yeah. the white supremacist. Is what I'm afraid they're gonna go down that road because it's so with the times right now, you know?
1: Yeah, it's trendy.
0: Yeah, so I'm like, you know, I know I mean Dude, Lemmy is, let me, let me just play it this way, dude. Like, Lemmy is, like, transcends, like, most human beings. Like, this is the only guy that I've ever seen on a documentary that could wear a Nazi uniform and be fucking black chicks, and they love it. I mean, <laughs> he's just, like, another fucking level, dude. And, like, I'm afraid they're just, like, not going to portray that the right way in the movie, you know? And people are just going to take it as it is. And then you're going to have certain motorheads going to start being censored and taken down, blah, 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 blah. People wearing the motorhead Warhawk shirt are going to be labeled white supremacists. It's just opens a bit of the whole fucking can of worms It doesn't need to be open because it's not necessary. You know,
1: I could see that. Uh, yeah, I could see a whole chain reaction of ugly events occurring from that.
0: Yeah, because I know how mob mentality is, dude. It's pretty. It's it's every day in your face right now. You know.
1: That's right, and you know that's what happens when you listen to fools. <laughs> the mob rules. Uh, speaking of Jason, with today's technology, if they were going to do such, just make a a movie with the Lemmy hologram
0: in it. <laughs> maybe the deal hologram can guest star. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Well, uh, when we're doing podcast 1000, when everyone, when all our favorite bands are holograms, and JB does the uh, Maryland hologram doom fest, maybe we'll have something to talk about.
1: <laughs> speaking. Speaking of, I want to ask you one thing real quick. I don't know if you saw this today, and it ties into everything that's going on. Did you see where David Lee Roth supposedly has dropped – has had his name legally changed to drop the Lee out of it?
0: Yeah, I read something about that. But I don't, David Lee Roth really isn't that relevant nowadays, so – or relevant. Mm. Sorry. So I don't really care about mm. Yeah. I, I saw that. I
1: just thought, man, that's just like – the depths of absurdity to me anymore now granted david lee roth sort of hails from the pt barnum school of Mm self-promotion you know that no that no there's no such thing as bad publicity you know and anything to get your name out there and get talked about and i sort of think that's possibly what this is
0: (laughs) oh dude i can't believe i just now thought of it did i mention the bill and ted bogus journey soundtrack no Oh, oh fuck well no did you have that one
1: no, but, but uh, earlier day when I was talking to my friend Will, you know that you made at Maryland last yeah. year. That's, he yeah he's he dropped a bunch on me and Bill. All, both Bill and Ted movies were two of his that he he suggested.
0: Well, Bill and Ted's <laughs> Bogus Journey also had uh, Go to Hell by Megadeth, which I'm. Let me look that album up real quick. Okay. see if we missed that songs. That was my main goal is to get all eight Megadeth songs in.
1: I loved that video for "Go to Hell" whenever that came out because it had that evil imagery of them like sacrificing, doing a sat- satanic goat sacrifice that's superimposed on the video that you you know you see it, but it's you can't really make it out until unless you look really close.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't think I ever noticed that. I have to, I have to watch that again and see.
1: Yeah, they, they they like are bloodletting a goat. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure that's the video that they're bloodletting a goat and some stuff in. And I, ironic now, especially with Dave Mustaine as a big Christian and all that.
0: Well, they're playing know? the Conjuring again, so I mean, yeah, there's something there, mm. you know. Because he said he swore he never played that again, and now they're playing it again. I think uh, yeah. it- their new drummer is going to play through for it or something. Or another I can't by the name. This time of night. Yeah,
1: you have Dave Mustaine, who, you know, he refuses to play with black metal bands, supposedly, that Megadeth won't play with black metal bands at festivals and stuff.
0: Okay, so here is the Hidden Treasures track listing. Let's see if we missed any here. Uh More Mr. Nice Guy was mentioned. Uh, Breakpoint, I have no idea what that one's off of. Go to Hell, I just mentioned. Uh, Angry Again, 99 Ways to Die. Off Beavis and Butthead, Paranoid, which was on the first uh, Davis tribute album, uh, Diadems, and Problems, which I guess is a cover. Yeah, it's a
1: big it
0: cover. Yeah. So we yeah. almost got all of them. Oh, well, we tried.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Breakpoints off the Super Mario Brothers soundtrack. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. That movie?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's one bad movie, man.
1: Uh, i de- oh yes, I have seen it. It's just been a long sure, time ago.
0: It's and it ne- I never forgot it. That's how bad it is. <laughs>
1: it's wild that Megadeth is really was on like fifteen different soundtracks. Yeah, man, it was a lot.
0: It was a lot, but there's some of my favorite songs that are there, soundtrack songs. So, all right, man. Well, hopefully, everyone listening, if if you um have a comment section on the way you listen to this podcast. If I missed one or Patrick missed one, just uh, let us know and maybe we'll uh, record a part two to this. If we see we missed enough uh, soundtracks.
1: Yeah. I definitely got another show's worth okay. <laughs> in me.
0: <laughs> maybe I'll put you and Micah up against each other. I don't know. i got, I'm pretty sure I got all the ones Micah would know though. Cause last action hero was a big one for him too.
1: Yeah, even I, I had that one. Like I said, that was definitely one that I had as well. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's like, you know, that's like if everyone had to pick three colors, everyone would have blue, you know? It's like, it's kind of is what it is. But, uh, oh, um, I guess modern metal movies, too. Uh, you had to have the uh, Lords of Chaos. Yep. and yeah. yeah, that's the only modern metal movie I know of. Maybe Green Room probably had more of like a hardcore punk soundtrack. But rate, uh, yeah, I don't know about this that. band's right off hand, so. You,
1: you mentioned that Lords of Chaos. That reminds me that Will mentioned another one earlier, and I didn't realize that it had bands like that in it. But I guess maybe it does. And that's that weirdo Nicolas Cage movie, Mandy.
0: I've never seen it. <laughs>
1: Dude, Jason, you need to see the movie. I'm telling you, it's one of the most tripped out movies I've ever seen in my life, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that new one he did It did uh, Color of Sound or whatever, and that it Color out of Space, Color of Space. Yeah, I heard that one's pretty awesome too.
1: I've seen bits and pieces of it, and it's equally trippy, man. But now Mandy is just mind blowing, man. Okay. It's just so weird, different.
0: I think it's on Shutter. I don't have a subscription to that, so. I'll probably wait till this fall and catch up on some stuff on there. Because I do have a lot I'm, inter- I'm interested in watching. But, I mean, any more of these, all these damn streaming services, is like fucking cable, man. It's like 80 bucks a month for shit I don't watch. You know, it's like, just mm-hmm. give me two or three and I'm good. <laughs> so, uh,
1: What's weird, man, I was looking, that Mandy soundtrack is actually on Bandcamp. Oh, really? And, yeah, and I don't see, like... It's got the song titles, but it doesn't look to be like a lot of individual bands, even though I see mention of Sun Sun or Sun O, as some people refer to them, right? Yeah. Stuff like that, man. Uh, but yeah, dude, you need to see Mandy.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll watch it, I'll check it out. And the uh, River's Edge one you told me about,
1: yes, do
0: that. Okay, oh, and um, on the Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey soundtrack, we can't forget, uh. Kiss recorded the epic God Gave Rock and Roll to You as performed by the Wild Stallions. So, yeah, there's that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of confusion about that song because it's actually an Argent an Argent song. and But Kiss reworked it, like changed the lyrics and stuff, which gave them, that's why it's called uh, 2, God Gave Rock and Roll to You 2 or whatever.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe those yeah. guys, man, always the marketing geniuses.
1: Exactly. They probably made money off of doing that, you know, changing it. Just enough to give them royalties. (laughs) Of course. Of course. Uh,
0: right, man. Well, maybe if we have enough, we'll do a part two later on, but this is a pretty comprehensive uh, list, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. And I won, right?
0: (laughs) You you might have me by one, dude, but I think knowing that the Planet of the Doom soundtrack doesn't even exist yet, that should be counted as at least three. So...
1: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'm willing to call it a tie if you're willing we'll tie. to concede right, cool. it.
0: <laughs> so that's uh, that's me and you, tied and Micah at the bottom of zero since he did not participate with us. This
1: there you yeah. go. We're winners and he's losing. That's no
0: photo bomb in this interview, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> yeah, that damn photo bomber.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of documentaries, have you heard anything on that uh, Maryland Doomfest documentary they were filming last year? No,
1: actually, I haven't. Okay, other honest. than you know, I know they were there.
0: And yeah. Filmed. Me and Mike are on it. We were packing up our shit, and I came over with the camera and told us to say something. So I don't even know what I said, but I'll find out one day. But I need to get JB on here and ask him about some things. Like I said, I want to know. I want to know about why he has the Maryland Doom Fest in Mayberry because that that town like was like so quaint and like pristine. Have like all <laughs> these be- tattooed, like long-haired heads like walking around and shit. It's like, kind of Kind of weird. I mean, it's cool, but you know, it wasn't really what I I was expecting. And then, uh, yeah, about the documentary, and then just some random questions about the longevity and shod days and stuff like that. So,
1: yeah, and for some reason, they call Frederick the doom capital of the world. So, I guess maybe some of the early Doom, Maryland Doom bands must have ties to it or something.
0: Dude, there's a Maryland Death Fest that plays in like a hotel there too. Yeah. yeah, and and Frederick, and there's a couple of other, po- other places, too. I think there's an uh, outdoor concert or outdoor festival that they do up there also. Shadow Woods.
1: Shadow Woods, probably.
0: it is, yep. So, mm. I guess it's just easier than dealing with Baltimore, so I can figure. Because it's not that far away, is it?
1: No, it's like about 40 minutes or so, yeah, and not- I don't blame them. Yeah, Baltimore's a cesspool, man. I don't blame them for not doing anything there.
0: I can't speak on nothing I've ever been to, but, yeah, I've heard it's not good.
1: <laughs> so. mm-hmm. plus it, plus it took Reverend Jim from us, so they might as well burn that city down if they're going to burn one day. Okay.
0: All right. I got you. That <laughs> sucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: they ever catch the guy who shot him?
1: They uh, they tried one of the two, man, and he, he beat it. He walked. Gotcha. So, yeah.
0: See, there's no justice for anybody.
1: No, not on this. Sometimes, maybe not on this side of existence. Hopefully, there will be, maybe on the other.
0: <laughs> this is true. But, all right, Patrick. Well, we're running a little late tonight, 12, almost twelve thirty, and I'm not really talking or thinking very well. So, we'll go ahead and end it now so I don't have to edit all my stupid banter out.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, once again, I thank you for having me. I've had fun and, uh, it was cool getting schooled and schooling you too. Oh, yes,
0: yes, I always like learning about new things. I mean, I used to be a big soundtrack fan because I used to be a completionist. And I'd have to have everything by every band I loved. So if they had a song on a soundtrack. I had to have the soundtrack because I had to have that band's song. But, you know, I, that there's a couple albums that broke me from that shit. So now I really don't care. And when streaming going on, it's like I have every song. I could just look it up on YouTube if I really want to listen to it. So, they
1: make goods for that man for OCD like that. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> oh, also, okay. uh, not that I really care about it, but the uh, Mission Impossible Two soundtrack uh, was notable just because of the Metallica song, which I really liked at the time, but yeah, not so much these days. It's it's pretty bad. <laughs> I
1: do, I like that song too, man. It's funny you mentioned that because I do I like that song too, man. It was
0: heavy at first, man, but you know I'm, once I got into like really studying songwriting and stuff, I was like, you know, this song really just it just really isn't that good. I mean, You know, looking on it nowadays with a critical critical ear, you know, but
1: yeah, yeah. I got you. it
0: had a Soundgarden on it too, and the or maybe just Chris Cornell, I think it's a couple other ones, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It doesn't really hold up over time, but... Okay, so that's all the soundtracks I do believe on for right now. So we'll go ahead and end it now for real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the fifth time. It sounds good to me, man. I appreciate this? you having me. Why not
0: write this stuff oh. down? <laughs> 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 Alright, man. Well, we might see you next week if everything's working on the regular app that I use with Micah. And we'll do our top... Uh, we'll do our top six, which would end up being top 666. Uh, Albums of the halfway point uh, or July because we can do whatever we want. It's our show. So, yeah,
1: there we go. (laughs) And I've got my list ready to go. So, just let me know, brother. I appreciate it, sir.
0: All right. Well, Patrick, man, I appreciate it. And uh, stay safe up there in uh, COVID, Kentucky.
1: (laughs) But we will, and you too. And remember, fight the virus.
0: Uh, I just don't leave the house, so I'm fighting I'm fighting a good fight right here in my fucking house. So, there you go. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Take it easy. I'll talk to you later, man. All right, see you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Alehorn Podcast. For more of this podcast and other podcasts in the Alehorn Podcast Network, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Alehorn. Subscriptions start at a dollar, and each tier gets you greater perks, such as exclusive Patreon-only podcasts, free song downloads merch discounts and more until next time stay heavy